What? What the hell are you listening to? I'll tell you. I'm not afraid. I don't shy away from the tough questions that I ask myself. I'm Blake Wexler. You are listening to Blake's Takes for God's Sakes. It's a weekly podcast. I'm not that. That I will say. It is a weekly podcast where every Wednesday I uh, dive into four topics, politics, sports, leisure and relationships i take a current event that applies to each of those topics sometimes strictly uh, related sometimes quite loosely and then i give my blake's take on it you're listening i already told you what you're listening to we have a special hello this week everybody i want to thank um what is his name oh it's on the tip of my tongue and it's matthew morgan thank you matthew morgan for uh joining the opening tier of my uh patreon pyramid scheme and i do want to give i do want to address something about matthew morgan real quick and there's a lot of controversy surrounding his name and whether or not he's a guy who has two first names. Now, we know, I'm sure he knows better than anyone, um, that having two first names is a stigma that can ruin your life, both personally and especially professionally. So I'm going to make a ruling right now. Um, Matthew, definitely a first name. I think we we can all agree. Sometimes you get a last name that is Matthews, which is plural of Matthew, which I think, honestly, I'll just say it. This is my first take. Um, Matthews, too many Matthew. That's too much Matthew. I think you only need one. All right, so that's my first take. Second of all, Morgan, all right? Matthew, first name. Morgan, is it a first name? So let's think. There's plenty of famous people named Matthew, so we don't even have to dive into that. Who are famous, important people with the first name Morgan? And I'll wait. Okay, you just thought of one. I'll address him in a minute. And then maybe you thought of another. Here are my two. First, famous Morgan. Um, Morgan Spurlock? Are you out of your fucking mind, that sicko? That suicidal sicko? No. No, he doesn't count. All right? Hey, uh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make a documentary where every single day for a month, I'm going to get bitten in the neck by a poisonous, a poisonous snake. Huh? No, that's not art, Morgan. You, you want to die. I don't want to watch a man who has an innate need to die try to pull off art. That's not art. It's it's a it's an hour and 45 minutes of fast food suicide, all right? God damn it. Next Morgan, the one that you probably were thinking of, Morgan Freeman. Hmm? Now Blake, doesn't that just show that uh there is a type of Morgan? There is Morgan is a first name that if someone's so famous and so talented as Morgan Freeman has that name, jizz off. <laughs> jizz off. No. Morgan Freeman, by the I'm gonna I'm gonna say it right now, not a great actor. Not a great actor. Really? Name name something. Oh, but Blake, he has a good voice. Doesn't mean he's a good actor. Has never that doesn't oh, oh sorry. Is is Bob Costas a great actor? Because he has a great voice. No, Bob Costas will never win an Oscar, ever, because he's not a good actor, and because he's short, and short people 
don't deserve trophies. So that's my first take. That's my special uh, hello to Michael Morgan, a man with one first name and one last name, period. Review of the week. Let's get into it. We got a review. And by the way, uh, Math, Math, I'm sorry. And I called him Michael. Is it Michael Morgan? Did I just fuck that whole thing up? Hold on. <laughs> I think I did. God damn it, Blake. Now, here's the question. Do I re It's Michael Morgan. Unbelievable. Well, you know what? My fucking thing stands. Just replace Matthew with Michael. All right? Michael Morgan is still one first name, Michael. And we don't even have to go. I guess you could apply the same logic. Are There, there are a lot of people with the last name Michaels, right? But that's a first name. Michael's a first name. It's a singular. Michael's is a plural. Michael Morgan. Thank you. God damn it, Blake. God damn it. Unbelievable. What a moron. After all that. Next, the review of the week. Thank you, Michael Morgan, for joining the Patreon. And you all can do it, too. If you want If you want me to give you a special shout-out where I fuck up your name, where you essentially pay me to fuck up your name for four minutes, join my Patreon. If that's not, if that's not a hard sell, I don't know what it is. What is. God damn it, I suck. All right, next one. And then he turned on himself. He turned on himself five minutes into the podcast that he easily, easily could have just started over. The review of the week. My God, here it comes. This is from Matthew McGregor, and that's probably why I fucked up the first part. All right, five stars from Matthew McGregor, 2121. The title of the review is Fantastic Getaway. Here is the copy of the review. Prose. I believe this is more prose than copy. Every Wednesday, I walk into the bathroom to perform excretion and end up staying in the room for 45 minutes. Now, I have to answer questions about what I ate and whether or not I'm all right. Besides that, great show. Thank you, Matthew McGregor 2121. Now, please leave, if you can, a review on iTunes, the strangest review that you can possibly think of, uh, while still justifying giving me five stars. Now, if I can dive into that review for a moment, um, performing excretion is uh, an excellent, an excellent phrase, because, you know, you can go excretion, you can go potty, but you can't, to perform it means you're you're um, you're approaching it with nuance and tact and skill. Um, he's in the room for forty by five minutes. That's about also calling a bathroom a room is very funny <laughs> because when you think of like going to the bathroom, you don't really think of it as a room, right? It's like oh, I have my living room and my my bedroom and my bathroom. It's just I feel like the word room. It's just a bathroom is so different from a living room and a bedroom, you know, because you could sleep in a living room. Obviously, you sleep in a bedroom. You could eat in a living room. You could eat in a bedroom. It would be socially acceptable to do both those things. But to sleep or eat in a bathroom is uh, probably one of the sadder things that you could do. So is a bathroom a room? No. God, I'm full of fucking takes today. You know, you want more takes? I'll give it to you. Let's go to the relationship section. Blake is really funny, Blake is really cool, blah, 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 Blake, Blake, Blake. I don't know how else to say this, but uh, other than very directly, it's time for everybody to become a furry. Um, it's high time. There's no time like now. Now, what is a furry? For some of my listeners who are listening, a furry, by the way, so actually, common misconception, 
I thought being a furry is when you dress in a big furry outfit and you have sex with one another. But that's not the main part of it, apparently. So I'm looking it up, and apparently being a furry, it's just you dress up as this fur character, and I guess you change your voice every once in a while, or, or some people do. The, the, the interesting thing to me is apparently within the furry community, there's a lot of disagreement on what it means to become a furry. So for the relationship section, I mean that you and your partner dress up in a big furry outfit, and conduct your relationship as just for now on you're that thing. Are you going to be a big fuzzy bear? Are you going to be a big furry cat? Are you going to be a pink panther? It's totally up to you, but it's time. All right. And here's why. There's uh, the pandemic. First and foremost, it's uh, it's on it's in the front of all of our minds. Um, to be a furry right now is actually quite practical because it's a full body covering right? You are wearing a, uh, a big furry head. Um, so it's almost like, I mean, you should probably wear a mask underneath your costume, which is, can you imagine someone putting on a big furry suit, but putting on a surgical mask before you put on the head? That is one of the most delightfully odd images I've ever had in my entire life. All right. So it's safe. It's safe now to be a furry. And um, not only do you have this mask, by the way? You have a helmet. I've been walking around town, by, so I just ordered a motorcycle helmet. And I've been wearing that instead of uh, the mask. Because if you're going protection, fucking protect. You know what I mean? If I'm going to have, I want a face shield. Oh, that would be cool. It would be cool as if you bought, this is a little bit of a tangent, but remember those helmets that like Michael Vick used to wear with the visor on it? You know, in the face mask? Put on like... A mat, like a face covering and then get that helmet with the cool visor on it so you're protecting your eyes you're protecting your mouth or you're protecting other you're protecting other people from your droplets by putting on the mask and by the way are we going to get into face coverings later yes we are i might even be stepping on that right now so stay tuned for the face covering section but we're not there yet we're still in relationships so have you put on some weight by the way you probably have I know I have not just muscle in my legs. I put on probably 30 pounds of muscle um, just in each leg since this has uh, been going on. So I'm in the I'm in about the mid 200. I weigh 270 pounds currently. I'm six foot tall. Uh, 60 uh, pounds of that are leg muscle, and then the rest is I've been eating like a maniac. So um, I don't know. Maybe your clothes don't fit. How? Do you cover up this new body that you have with a brand new, colorful, plush furry body? See, that's why this is so productive during the pandemic. You become a furry, you dress up, it hides your disgusting body from others, right? Now, since uh, I know we probably shouldn't be spending our money on elaborate costumes, all right? I would imagine that these cost, like for a good furry costume, around two grand, if you're doing it right. Why, how did I come up with that number? When I was in high school, how, how did I come up with that number? When I was in high school, I was a school president, not class president, school. I was the commander and goddamn chief of Conestoga High School in Berwyn, Pennsylvania, 91312 I think was the zip code is this the content you came here for <clears throat> excuse me so when I was president of Conestoga High School my one major act as leader 
was I uh, I wanted to boost school spirit. Well, that's what I said. I wanted to buy us a mascot costume because we had no mascot and there's nothing funnier to me in the world than mascots. It's like, especially juxtaposed next to people, you know? Like there's nothing funnier than expecting to see a, a human being figure with skin and then just seeing this massive furry weird thing. It just, it makes me laugh every single time so i got us a yosemite sam costume for two thousand dollars so essentially uh, i blew our entire budget I, I didn't blow it i um wisely spent the school's budget on um we were the conestoga pioneers you know like uh like a conestoga wagon you know a western manifest destiny motherfucker was that james k polk was he president then huh what, there should be an option, by the way, on Facebook. You know how, how it had the poke option for a while? I don't know if it's still there. There should have been a polk option where uh, whenever you do it, um, you just send a picture of a bison, like a, like a wild bison to the person that you're poking. So anyway, and that's honestly, somehow I think that could uh, increase um, Facebook's credibility within the social media community. So that uh that costume was two thousand dollars and that was back then that was you know um i've been out of high school for like two years now so that was you know just for inflation it's probably twenty five hundred dollars for a decent furry costume but maybe gonna be a little bit cheaper during the pandemic because think about it a lot of uh in-person events when you know there's people who dress up in these costumes uh are gonna be canceled so there was really no Easter this year. There's probably a surplus of, of Easter bunny costumes online. So if you want to really wow your partner, get, get matching Easter bunny costumes. Because in this society, does there need to be gender? Does there need to be uh, opposite? Look? Do you need to look any differently from your partner? No. In my perfect world, my girlfriend would look exactly like me. So... Get matching Easter Bunny costumes. They're probably at least 40% off. If I had to bet at least 40, 40 to 60% off, all right? Is there going to be a 4th of July? Probably for you fucking idiots going down the beach and crowding one another during a pandemic. But I would imagine you could still probably get like, like a big Uncle Sam costume, you know? And dress up in that and you and your partner could fucking that. Or... You can mix it up a little bit. One of you could be a bunny. The other could be uh, Uncle Sam. And uh, you could love each other in those in those costumes. Now, is here's a question for the furry community. Is an Uncle Sam costume, because it's so human looking, are you technically a furry if your plush costume resembles a human being? Especially an American, all right? Because I think an American <laughs> is the most human human being I don't even know what the what a nationalist fucking crazy thing to say. All right, why else? Why else is now the time to become a furry with your partner? Because it's about to get hot out. All right, shit is about to go down. Yes, it snowed last week in the uh, on the East Coast. All right, you never know what the weather is going to do, and that is, I don't believe in global warming. I just believe that sometimes during May it snows for some reason. Did it always do that? I don't think so, but that's just how I choose to um to approach my belief system. Now, 
um it's gonna get really hot so get your furry costumes now before you cut before it gets too hot you know you go to a baseball game uh during normal conditions you see this guy in the goddamn costume and you're like my god this person is dying you don't want to do that all right jack up the air conditioning sit on your couch with your partner and keep that costume on baby because you can't you can't there can be no reveal you don't want to go behind that curtain all right next um so this is the relationship section obviously uh, are there relationship benefits to being a furry? Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, first of all, I think it'll bring you closer in terms of cuddling. Now, right now, you're around your partner 24-7. It can be, and I said this in the first episode, it can be difficult to uh, differentiate between like normal, you know, downtime and intimate relationship time, you know, because you're always around each other. So what better way to initiate a cuddle in then being so cuddly, you know? Because a human being, skin, skin, human skin can only be so cuddly because it's just a, it's a wrap. It's wrapping, you know? It's saran wrap for the bones. And that is what all the good biologists say is that skin is saran wrap for the bones and organs. There's always that fucking assistant scientist who like like organs is his thing where the the lead always goes bones and then the assistant goes don't forget about organs it's like shut up peter so um what a weird episode so far now you think you were in love before now imagine having to push fur to cut what the fuck does this sentence say now imagine having the Oh, the plush fur on top of your partner to pet and love, right? Are you sick of being around your partner? Huh? Are you done? Are you done with seeing their goddamn face? Another relationship benefit, switch that human face out for the face of a cute furry fox. Huh? What's better than that? What's better than that? Your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your lover, your mister, your mistress, your whatever, did that rhyme? God, I'm good. Who ca- Boring. Boring. Replace their face with that of an animal. Now, if I was a furry, what would my body be? Great question. Obviously, the Philly fanatic. That would be the first one. Um, he's sexually gifted. And I know sex is not the primary part of being a furry, but it is a part of it. All right? Us furries, I, I identify as a furry now. S- the Philly fanatic has all the sex, uh, sex things. It's got that crazy tongue, which I'm sure, I'm sure can be used for filthy, unspeakable, nasty shit. Um, it has a hump stomach, you know, where he can thrust the stomach. No genitals, which I think is great. I think genitals ruin sex, and I've been saying it for years. His genitalless green fur instead of je- sexual organs is much preferable for everybody involved. And feather tail. So you, you, you soften him up with the tail, and then you bring in that tongue to seal the deal, right? That would be my first pick. Second pick, plush snake. <laughs> I would being being a furry and choosing to be a snake would be the weirdest would be so weird because they're like first of all that's not what like you know if you're a furry bear bears have fur but if you're a furry snake like you're not gonna have scales oh my god can you imagine bringing home a costume 
And, you know, like your partner, like you're both really, really into the furry thing. And your partner pulls out like some sort of mammal, you know, like a manatee or something. Well, they don't really have fur either. What's it like a kangaroo? So your partner is a kangaroo and you're like, I love that. And, you're, and they're like, don't you? And I'm like, I love it. You want to see mine? And then you pull out the snake costume and there's no fur. You just, The scales are like rattling, you know, like those beads in a rain stick. And your partner's like, what the fuck is that? And you're like, I'm a snake. I'm a, that's my costume. I'm a snake. And I was like, that's disgusting. What, you think I'm going to get off to you as a reptile? We said, huh, sweetheart, I thought we said no reptiles. No, I was, I was about actually, I was trying to think if an amphibian, like a frog, would be weirder than a reptile, and it isn't. It unequivocally isn't. Weirdest one? Weirdest furry I would like to be? Plush Frankenstein. Right? Just, like, I guess that's kind of a Halloween costume, but if you're, like, a furry Frankenstein with his bolts coming out of his neck, because it is weird, like I said earlier, to be a human, but is he a human? No, he's a monster, I guess, which is really, really mean. Frankenstein's monster? Can you just, I didn't, you think Frankenstein wanted to be made by that sick doctor? No. Frankenstein was just dead, and he's like, oh, great, now I'm alive, and people are calling me a monster? I didn't sign up for this life. Let's move on to politics. Blake is really funny. Blake is really cool. Blah, 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 blah. Blake, Blake, Blake. This week in the political section, we are going to talk about, uh, I think, a question that a lot of people have been asking lately. Face coverings. To wear or not to wear? That. <laughs> is the question. Now, it depends on where you're at. So some municipalities, local governments, um, are making face coverings mandatory. I believe New York City is one. Los Angeles, where I am, is uh, definitely one where face coverings are mandatory. Just this past weekend, why? Uh, who uh, speaks with that cadence? Just this past weekend, um, they, uh, the city made, uh, if you, the moment you step outside your door, you need to wear face coverings to prevent um, or help, uh, you know, slow down the spread of droplets. Now, for the rest of you, should you, whether or not you should wear a face covering is um, a moral question, I guess. And the whole purpose of a face covering is not to protect you from getting coronavirus, but it is uh, to help prevent um, you from spreading, if you have coronavirus, to others through droplets uh, through your mouth. And um, there are uh, videos online, videos online, Jesus Christ. Uh, scientists have conducted experiments where the face covering does prevent a sneeze or a cough from uh, expelling droplets. Without a face covering, it can go up to nine feet. With a face covering, it does still travel, but it, um, it travels a much much uh less dis uh less a much much less distance a smaller distance um but there are issues with faith and by the way um can you still get coronavirus through your eyes yes does it do everything to prevent you from getting coronavirus or from preventing you from spreading to others no um another reason to wear the masks that uh mayor garcetti was really really promoting is that it kind of fosters a sense of community in these times of, uh, all right, listen, we're all in this together. We're all going to work together to prevent the spread of this thing. Just visually 
everybody wearing a mask is supposed to be uplifting, which uh, I would say traditionally a mask, not, not that uplifting. So outside, and what should the punishment be for not wearing a mask right now? Hmm? Here's, here, oh, actually, you know, why don't I get to that last? Outside of health concerns, why are they good? First of all, all right, um, it's basically a hat or a vanity plate for your face. Um, I don't know. I've so you can express yourself with a face mask. All right. I know that's not what it's for. I know that's very millennial, but you could get a custom face mask made. Like for instance, I have a face mask. That's a Philadelphia Eagles ma- uh, face mask. It's a hat for my face. It's a ball cap for my goddamn face. All right. It's also kind of a vanity plate too, you know, because as this thing draws on and, you know, like the supply chain and people producing masks can catch up and you can get custom ones. It could also kind of be a vanity plate for your face, you know, or I think I might have one made that just says BlakeWexler.com on it. Like there are a bunch of different ways that you can have fa- uh, have fun with it. Another um, good part about face masks other than the fact, other than health reasons, is that you don't have to worry about how awful you look. It's... It's so rewarding. The other day I went out uh, went out to do laundry um, in my building. I don't have in-unit laundry. I apologize, all right? I wish I had it too, but we use a communal thing where I live. I live in a really nice neighborhood, so I have to live in a smaller apartment, house. So the other day, other morning, um, I am going to go do laundry, and I was like, God, like I haven't brushed my teeth yet. It's 7 o'clock in the morning. What do I, and I'm like, oh, it doesn't matter because I'm wearing a face mask, you know? The other day I went to the mail and I'm like, ah, shit, I just drank a smoothie. Like, I hope I don't have, you know, blueberries or something in my teeth. I'm like, oh, doesn't matter. I'm wearing a mask, which is actually very, very freeing. If you're as vain as I am, (laughs) wearing a mask is incredible. Also, you know, yes, there is the uh, mental approach to wearing a mask where you could be like, I'm being uh, confined. It's hiding my identity. Um, I don't, it's reminding me that there's a virus everywhere. Yes, all negatives. However, if you could change, you can change your mindset that wearing a face mask is actually kind of cool. You know, no one knows who you are. You're completely anonymous. You look like kind of like a bandit, by the way. And anyone can look attractive with their eyes, you know? And that is coming from someone with beautiful, beautiful fucking eyelashes. Obviously, I'm... So maybe I'm wrong here. But no matter how you look, you can look good with your eyes. You know what I mean? Put on a hat. Cover yourself. Everyone, it really is the face mask is the great equalizer in terms of uh, of attractiveness, right? And I think that's good. When it comes to looks, I am very, very socialist. I think we should all have the same looks. Um, and that's why, that's why I voted for Bernie Sanders. Um, here's why they suck, all right? And I'm not telling you anything new. Um, wearing a face mask when you work out is awful. It's terrible. If you're wearing sunglasses, it fogs up your fucking sunglasses. I have heard that wearing a bandana instead of a face mask is actually great for working out. And my girlfriend just tried it. And she's like, yeah, it's, it's night and day. So if you have a bandana to wrap around your face, do that because you can actually breathe out the bottom, which, um, yeah, I don't think that defeats the purpose of it. So what if you are good looking, right? So for us, good looking people, it is, it is kind of a bummer to be brought down to where you guys are at, but 
<laughs> but you know for us like really handsome or really really pretty people and i'm both um you know what i can in this tough time i can take a hit you know what i mean if if i'm gonna be brought down from a 10 and i'm gonna look like a seven you know like someone could be like oh look at that 10 but maybe he's a seven i can i can withstand that for the time being being i can people can believe that i'm average looking all right until there's a vaccine. And at that point, people will see how beautiful I truly am. Um, you could also do funny uh, mask personal uh, personalizations, right? You know, you could put your website on there. Um, you could uh, put, you know, like someone else's mouth on your mouth. Um, I was thinking I would have like a, uh, like a, like a centaur, you know what I mean? Like half, half man or, or half woman, half horse. Uh, like straddling my face, you know, so it looks like I'm servicing like <laughs> some sort of pro bestiality <laughs> face mask. What if that's what you spent your money on? It's like, hey, I got this custom face mask. How much was it? Eighty dollars. Oh, why'd you spend eighty dollars? I want it. I want it to look like a uh, like a merman is 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 humping my face. That uh that th- this section ended odd, but you know what? I think it's par for the course. And by the way, how are your golf games? Are you guys having fun? Did you get stuck in the sand trap? Next section, sports. Blake is really funny. Blake is really cool. Blah, 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 blah. Blake, Blake, Blake. This week in the sports section, we shall be talking all things Bundesliga. The uh, German, the Deutsch uh, National Football League has returned and there has been quite no fans, no no fans in the stands, but it is not not an issue for the Bundesliga. We shall go through the standings and the, the scores from this this week's Bundes this, this of the Bundesliga just this force this week's this week's this week Bundes this Ike Bayern this Borussia Dortmund Bayern Munich Bundesliga this week this week Bundesliga hey Hosusia Dick Airman Goring Bundas this week, this week, this week, this week's Bundesliga. We're in the sports section right now, and there are, uh, for the first time, the Bundesliga. This this week, the Bundesliga, uh, the German soccer league, did re- did return without fans. I didn't watch any of that. I'm not gonna uh, gonna get into that. The last dance on ESPN came to a close. I'm gonna miss the shit out of that documentary. So what am I gonna talk about? What am I gonna talk about instead? Um. I'm going to talk about my so I'm going to talk about my most embarrassing. Oh, by the way, for the previous section, you should wear a mask. All right, sorry. Oh, that was my take. Forgot to give my take back there. All right, here's my take for uh for the sports section. I'm going to give you uh, my take on which was the most embarrassing thing that ever happened to me in my sports career. And there were a lot of them. I was uh, I was not the best athlete. I was actually this is probably the most athletic I've been in my entire life. And I think I've had a herniated disc in my back for the past uh, six months. Um, I was a, a chubby little boy. I played soccer when I was very very little. Poorly, I played defense, and I would just try to kick people's legs out. And uh, I, I I I couldn't even do that correctly because I couldn't catch them. And then I did play baseball to uh, some success, but by some I mean like. Um, I know what the word success is, and uh, I didn't experience any of it. Um, I did play until after my freshman year of high school, not to brag, and uh, a lot of embarrassing shit happened. Okay, first, um, my uh, 
so my, uh, as you can tell from my good looks, I do have a, a tra- what, what mainstream America would call an attractive mother and what my uh, teammates when I played baseball would call a hot mother. And uh, it was very, very difficult for me. People would make uh, horrific uh, sexual innuendos about my mother. And uh, I had to deal with that. And I had to make fun of, you know, their dads for being absent or their mothers for being ugly and fat. So it was, uh, it was a big shit talking fest, but that's what they had on me um they didn't make fun of how bad i was at baseball uh which honestly that probably was the ultimate trump card so thank you to my high school teammates for not uh completely destroying whatever confidence i had in my total lack of baseball skill so um we were uh when I played, it was American Legion baseball. And my mom was nice enough to, after I played every single day over the summer, it was like, you know, how long is the summer? A couple months. Like I literally probably played what, like 80 days, 90 days of baseball over the summer. It was insane. And my mom was nice enough to wash my uniform afterwards. And then one day, I arrive, uh, you know, to the baseball field. My mom's dropping me off. Everybody's getting out of their cars. All my teammates are around. And I go to pull my uniform out of my car. And uh, some of my mother's underwear had uh, static electricity itself to my baseball jersey. And in that moment, um, my my life was over, you know. Because but as being a boy, it's all about leverage. You know, it's all about how you can put down others and not be too put down yourself. And the moment I saw my mother's red underwear on my baseball jersey, I was like, yeah, this is it. This is it. I'm done. They're going to see it. They're going to make fun of this for me for the rest of my life. I literally, this this event right now is going to create a confidence issue with me that I'll never be able to go out in public. I'll never be able to uh, put on clothes again. Like that's how, that's how much this is going to fuck me up. And, uh, only one person saw it. And I think the guy, like he was, a, he pointed and was about to laugh and say something. But I think even at 13 years old, this kid was like, Oh, you know what? I'm going to keep this one to myself because uh, if this gets out, this kid's life is over. Blake's life is completely over. So that was absolutely humiliating. Um, another one, my baseball league teammates uh, or my little league teammates would call me uh, Goose because I ran like a duck. And that is uh, that is true. I was uh, too heavy and I could not move well. My feet, it was like, it was like I ran with webbed feet. Um, that wasn't that bad. So far, my mom's thong is uh, in the lead. Um Another embarrassing thing, when I played basketball uh, in eighth grade, I, I I didn't know how I missed this, but in my mind, like, all liquid, you know, that you drank served the same purpose, like water and Gatorade and coffee. Like, no matter if it was a liquid, it would hydrate you. So I swear to God, after a game or during a game, in my water bottle, I put, uh, I had milk. God, I couldn't have been in eighth grade. It must have been like sixth grade. I put milk instead of Gatorade because I liked milk. And then I got in the game. I was very winded. And I came out and I chugged the milk like it was Gatorade. And also, by the way, if you're ever working out really hard, you shouldn't even, you shouldn't even chug water afterwards. You should slowly sip it. But I chugged the milk and then vomited milk all over the basketball court and they had to stop. So that was pretty embarrassing. That was that was really really bad, and uh, but also it wasn't as bad as it could have been because I still didn't realize that like you don't do that with milk. <laughs> so so far, mom's underwear still in the lead. Next, little league baseball camp. I was kicked out 
Um, I was kicked out of Williamsport Little League World Series baseball camp because uh, there was this fucking rich kid and all the counselors loved him, even though he was a total piece of shit because his family tipped like all the counselors. Oh, God, I, I still remember his name. His name was Tyler Lord, I think. God, I, that is, doesn't that show you something about the human mind that like literally 20 years later, someone that I had three days of an interaction with, I still remember that fucking kid's name. He's probably in jail for like white collar crime or something, God willing. But my friend and I, Grant, we uh, were really into wrestling at the time, and I think there was a wrestling duo named Edge and Christian, and they had this move called the concerto, where they would both take uh, folding chairs on opposite sides of an opponent and swing them at the same time and crush the guy's head in the chairs. So we did that, but with baseball bats. So we lined the kid. No, I'm kidding. Um, the kid was like, we fucking hated that kid. So I put my glove, baseball glove, like a catcher's mitt in an empty pillowcase. And so did Grant. And we were supposed to swing them at the same time and just knock this kid, you know, to the ground just to prove a goddamn point. And Grant didn't swing. So I was the only person swinging. And I, I really dominated this kid knocked him to the ground and then all the counselors like basically jumped on me and were like Yo, you're terrible you're awful and were extra extra mean to me so they could get more tips from the kid's mom and dad oh god I hated that kid and then I got uh you know chastised and I started crying because I was so upset because I, I would never ever ever get in trouble so that was bad the crying thing I couldn't even eat I cried in front of my friends that was bad all right I think that's tied so far with my mom's uh my mom's underwear and uh, another one, I tried out for the seventh grade basketball team. I got cut, and the coach said he, he he couldn't even believe that he had to even speak to me. You know, it was just such a waste of his time where he goes, yeah, you have a – he was telling me why I got cut, and he goes, you have good fundamental moves, um, but you, you just – you do them too slowly. All right, I got to bring in the next guy. And I was like, oh, what can I work on, coach? And he goes, uh, work on that. <laughs> And finally, the most embarrassing thing, or uh, the other, the third in the running for most embarrassing thing is, um, I believe I may have brought this up before, but I played in a co-ed basketball league when I was like in fifth grade, and I made the all-star team, and I brought my fifth grade girlfriend there to see my all-star game, like my parents drove us, and I was playing against girls, and I scored on one. And then I taunted her going down the court doing the Deion Sanders touchdown dance. Is that the most embarrassing one? That's really embarrassing now. However, I actually think it's not because even back then as a child, I saw all genders as being equal and it didn't look bad to me. I'm like, yeah, yeah, all genders are equal. So there, good. I was a fucking feminist back then. I'm a fucking feminist right now, baby. No feminist has that voice. I think I think women deserve equal pay. <laughs> I think I think we need to blast through the glass ceiling. It's like Jesus Christ. I don't know if we need his support. Um so, which is my most embarrassing sports moment? It's between having my teammates see my mother's underwear on attached static electricity to my jersey or crying 
after getting kicked out of uh, almost getting kicked out of Little League World Series baseball camp. I'm going to give it to the crying one because even though my teammate who saw that, that one teammate, did have that over me for the rest of our lives, um, the crying at the Little League baseball thing I think was really bad. <laughs> it was. I, I feel like my friends will always judge me for that uh, because you know what? I, I needed to bring down the man that day, all right, and I failed. And that's embarrassing to me. And I think my friends realized that, and it, it was embarrassing to them too. I committed an assault for no reason. And there's nothing more embarrassing than a purposeless crime. And now, the final section, leisure. Blake is really funny. Blake is really cool. Blah, 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 blah. Blake, Blake, Blake. For the leisure section, I want to give my take right away, and it's that game night is uh, the best form of entertainment right now during the pandemic. Now, I know a lot of you would do game nights even before the pandemic with your friends and stuff, but, you know, I'm cool, so I didn't do that before. Every once in a while, my girlfriend and I do play Ruma Cube, Ruma Cub, Rummy Cub, Rumi, Rumi Keeb. Is it Rumi Keeb? You ever have, like, so I live in Los Feliz. Oh, fuck, man. Did you, did you just see in real time how unconfident I got pronouncing that word? I live in Los Feliz. That's how I pronounce it. But you could also call it Los Feliz, Los Feliz, I've heard. And um, so there's a big debate about how you pronounce this neighborhood. It's spelled L-O-S space F-E-L-I-Z. However, one time I heard a guy go, oh, yeah, so I live over in Los Filos. And I'm like, I, well, I know that's wrong. I do unequivocally know that's wrong. But my girlfriend and I, I don't know how you pronounce the game. I think it's Rumi Cube. Rumi Cube. Um, we would play that under normal times. But she was so much better than me at it. I don't think I could handle just losing so much you know, with that game. So we didn't play it too often because I'm not mature enough. Um, but it is fun. If I was good at it, it's a lot of numbers. It's a lot of numbers. It's a lot of paying attention. It's very difficult for me. However, um, I think, you know, if, if you're just playing with your partner, it is almost better now that I think about it, if one of you is much better at the game than the other, rather than you both being great at it. Because I feel like that could foster resentment and too much competition, you know? Like, since she's great and I suck at Rumicube, it's actually kind of healthy where I expect to lose. I still try as hard as I can, but I expect to lose. She expects to win. You know, everything everything goes according to plan. It's like the Joker said in The Dark Knight where, like, you know, if a, a bus full of kids blows up, everyone freaks out. But if a soldier dies, you know, it's like normal or whatever that that weirdo, that clown freak said. Don't call him a freak. He'll get you. So um, another fun thing right now is a virtual Zoom uh, quizos, Zoom quizzo. Now, it's really, really cool because, you know, like there's, uh, by the way, if you go to johnnygoodtimes.com and uh, look at the weekly uh, quiz, quiz schedule and you select Blake Wexler as a host, I found that this is really fun, actually. So if you select Blake, uh, and this is, by the way, you have to do this or else it's not as fun. Doing virtual quizzo is great. If you have Blake, if you Venmo $30 to Johnny Good Times and choose Blake Wexler as a host, because he's very, very funny hosting uh, Zoom Quizzo. It can be as many of your friends as you want, two friends. You know, it could be two of you. It could be $30 split between 12 of you. It's not that much money for a 40-minute Zoom session. 
Great questions, difficult questions, as chosen by Johnny Goodtimes, Philadelphia Quizzo legend, legendary host, and he's tapped a talent, an L.A. talent, formerly of Philadelphia, Blake Wexler, comedian, hilarious, smart, quick quips, quick quips, sound effects, sound effects on these Zoom things. So if you choose me to host them, you'll have a great time, and I can't recommend that high enough. Um, now, charades... Uh, I've seen some people do virtual Zoom charades, which I actually don't like. This is disproving my point, but Zoom charades I never liked because I've always thought myself to be a good actor, and if people couldn't guess what I was doing, like, in my charade, I would get so angry because I knew it wasn't my fault. You know, I'm like, listen, I have natural chops for this. What the hell is wrong with you? I'm clearly an octopus. All right. How did you not guess octopus? I even did the beak, you know, because octopi have beaks and I do know the plural of octopus. So other new fun game nights, by the way, because these are some things that um, uh, I've I, I'll pitch. So my girlfriend and I have been doing this fun thing with our neighbors and we're not too, too close with our neighbors. But there is this fun uh, game night that we've done and it's not virtual. It is actually in real life. Now, social distancing is honored here okay so it's not dangerous in a pandemic sort of way there is some danger to it where we play this game as i uh, just referenced uh, called dark knight and basically what we do is um at any point over the weekend at around like eight o'clock we'll bang on our neighbor's door right and it has to be a couple it has to be during couples okay so it has to be two people on each team And I'll bang on a neighbor's door, and this game is called Dark Knight, and they open the door, okay? They walk away, so we're safe distance apart. Then I take a pool stick, and I snap it in half, and I uh, throw it into the the room, and uh, they have to... I only throw one piece into the room. So there's one star... uh, Like a sharp sharp shard of wood... And then uh, whichever part of the couple walks out, they win. So essentially, um, you know, it is a competition. It's a game in that uh, it's just there has to be one survivor, okay? So that's Dark Knight. It's pretty fun. Um, We've done it a couple times. Uh, Two Truths and a High is a fun game, H-I, where uh, so I'll say like, hey, um, right now I'm recording a podcast. Uh, I'm standing. Hello! And you have to guess um, which one of those is the high and which one's the two truths. So that's fun. And then finally, this is my favorite game, okay? Uh, Which one of our friends is having a nervous breakdown currently? And it doesn't actually have to be a close friend. Um, What we'll do is go on social media. Actually, uh, no no bit, we have done this. You go on social media and um, generally Facebook is the best place for this because there's no character limit. And people just, for some reason on Facebook, think that uh, that's like an okay place for them to have a complete nervous breakdown. And just peruse through all your old high school acquaintances and stuff, college acquaintances, and then look for a big block of text. And you're like, boom, jackpot. And start seeing how crazy these people are going. And then you get to laugh and make fun of them. It's awesome. I could not more highly recommend that game. So that's my take. Game nights during the pandemic, the best form of entertainment. And by the way, I cannot recommend more highly uh, which one of our friends is having a nervous breakdown. It's a fantastic game. Let's go into the close. Blake is really funny. Blake is really cool. Blah, 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 blah. Blake, Blake, Blake. 
That is the podcast for this week, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Michael, 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 Michael Morgan, Michael Morgan, Michael Morgan, Michael Morgan, Michael Morgan, Michael Morgan on having only one first name in his name. Morgan, as we established earlier, is a last name. Thank you for joining the Patreon first tier of the special hello. Thank you for rating and reviewing this goddamn podcast. Can you do it again? Right, if you haven't yet, write the weirdest review that you possibly can, and uh, I will read it on the show. Is this a show? I think it is. I think it is a show. I would like to show my appreciation for you. I love you. I adore you. If you want to sign up for Quizzo that I'm hosting, that's another way to support me and the comedy community at large. Go to uh, johnnygoodtimes.com, sign up for Weekly Quizzo, and uh, I'll host like a 40-minute Quizzo section for you. Session. Session. This section is the close. I'm going to close it right now. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you on Friday for jokes. Blake, 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 Blake,